0: And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. I just want the order right. That's all. Apparently, uh, Wendy's uh, is going to start using chatbot to take people's orders as they go through the drive through So they opted to use Google's natural language software to train an AI capable of taking food orders. That's according to Wendy's chief executive, Todd Penninger. He says, a chatbot is so good, you won't know you're talking to anybody but an employee. Oh, so apparently Wendy's has been working with Google to fine tune its large language model to cope with a vast array of ways in which customers order food at the drive thru. Customizations required, uh, you know, unique terms, phrases, acronyms. Uh, that way any combination of food items can be handled so common terms you know biggie bags someone asking for a a jbc uh what if you change your order mid-order uh so everything has to get wiped out so i hope that uh, i just want my order right i just want my order right and according to this It's going to promote the daily specials and attempt to upsell customers to increase. uh, Would you like to upsize that? No, thank you, chat box. (laughs) So it's going to start in Columbus, Ohio, uh, starting this summer. Now, they haven't said where it's going to specifically be at. Uh, Just said that there's going to be a do you know, at Wendy's drive-thru. So they may not say which uh, exact store or stores, plural, it's going to happen at. Because they don't want people to know. They just want people to be happy with their orders. And I am. I am as long as you get my order right. And make you always double check the drive through order anyway. Those times that you don't are the times that you get screwed almost every time. You can count on it. And remember, I mean, years ago in the movie the classic movie Lethal Weapon 2 with Joe Pesci as uh, Leo Getz, saying uh, you don't go through the drive-thru. His point was don't go through the drive-thru at all because they F you at the drive-thru. You know why? Okay, okay, I'm going to tell you. (laughs) Now, we all are fans of the drive-thru. That's why there's such a thing as the drive-thru. But you do need to double-check. They do a pretty good job these days of repeating back to your order. That doesn't necessarily mean that's what's in the bags they're giving you. But they do repeat it back to you. So we'll see if the Wendy's drive-thru chatbot works. But as long as they can take my order... I'm fine. If it's like the pharmacy voice commands on my phone, I hope that Wendy's has been working with Google uh, to make that a little bit better than the ones I have to deal with from Walgreens when I call uh, and have to go through their computer service uh, with their, their voice messaging with the computer. It does a pretty good job, but it doesn't it's not like talking to a human so i hope that chatbot makes it a little bit better than that again just get my order right welcome welcome to chewing the fat earlier this week uh, i talked about the a experimental chinese spacecraft that returned to earth Uh, That had stayed in orbit for 276 days. Now, that was reported from the China state media. So, you know, you take that with whatever you want to take that with. But it was a landmark mission, according to them, to test the country's reusable space technologies. It's an uncrewed spacecraft, and it launched... uh, from China and it returned to the launch center in uh, northwest China, and according to state media, uh, they didn't give out any details on the technologies that were tested, how high it flew, where it orbits, and you know that sort of thing. However, uh, you know it's kind of similar to our X thirty seven B autonomous space plane that uh, we had up there for I don't know over 900 days on the last mission we've sent that up there multiple times half a dozen times and the last time was up for over 900 days so you know it, they're matching us there then we see a report from a private services uh, I'm sorry a private space services company Leo Labs and its data shows that the Chinese reusable space vehicle believed to be a miniature space plane docked with or otherwise captured a separate object on multiple occasions during the recent 276 day long stint in orbit it's a highly maneuverable space vehicle and with this kind of capability it could be used to surveil disrupt outright attack an opponent's space-based assets so space wards are coming now the state-run China Aerospace Science and Technology Corporation or CASC CASC announced the space vehicle had landed and they didn't provide any of the details, yada, yada, yada. But uh, since its launch, uh, this company observed multiple large maneuvers raising the object's altitude, uh, repeated deployments, formation flying, docking with a subsatellite, which is, uh, according to NORAD, uh, ID 54218, Oh, okay, we've determined that this test spacecraft two was propulsive or has propulsive capability, and engaged in proximity operations with object J, including what appeared to be at least two and possibly three capture docking operations. I know that NORAD uh, assigns uh, identification numbers, and they have identification numbers for uh, you know all kinds of things that are going into space that's what they're used for <laughs> but i remember back in i don't know march i think when uh, what's his face you know what's his face the chief of space operations general chance saltzman testified before the senate appropriations committee uh and i said march it was in april all right sorry I'm off a month Uh, if they can blind us if they can interfere with those capabilities or God forbid destroy them completely they know that they will diminish our advantages I can see interfering I can see blinding I can see some of those gray area kinds of attacks on our capabilities to try and put us behind the 8 ball Uh, pretty incredible he also uh, said that right now Space Force is dealing with what he calls reversible attacks on U.S. government satellites meaning that the attacks don't permanently damage the satellites and he deals with that every day wow both China and Russia are regularly attacking U.S. satellites with non-kinetic means uh, lasers, radio frequency jammers cyber attacks wow wow so this particular article wants you to go and read something called the war zone which has been highlighting uh, for years now how space is very likely to be a battlefield oh thank you i wouldn't have seen that coming i needed your magazine or your website to tell me that uh hello we've seen that uh coming or at least we've talked about it here on chewing the fat that's definitely coming so anyway uh and plus what needs to happen (laughs) and what brings me to all of this is because we need somebody to take care of space trash we need to have the mafia uh take over the picking up of space trash because we've got too many too much stuff floating around up there that's not doing anything so somebody needs to send up a couple of garbage trucks and uh, pick up that trash but space wars are coming and it's not going to be pretty and we need to be on top of it and thankfully we do actually have uh, you know a space force that is on top of it and Chance Saltzman, the sp- chief of space operations uh, General Chance Saltzman seems like he is on top of it which makes me feel better about it. I know, don't start with me about the military and all their wokeism it's still America and I still believe in our military. I don't necessarily believe in all the, the top brass, but I definitely believe in our military overall. Speaking of space, I see where the James Webb Space Telescope has revealed a fomo disk in unprecedented detail. I mean, it looks awesome. It's beautiful. Uh, James Webb Telescope has snapped... I mean, some of the clearest images yet of uh, the young star Fomalhaut, which uh, Fomalhaut is right there. It's about uh, 23 billion kilometers (laughs) uh, from Earth, although that makes it's about 150 times the distance from Earth to the sun. Wow. Now you can see it, I guess. Uh, it's the brightest star in the southern constellation. Uh, what is it? The constellation of Pisces Austranus. Yeah, uh, that's the name of Pisces Austranus. Yeah, I got it. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. So you can see it with the naked eye in the southernmost constellation, uh, Pisces Austranus. That's what I said. Anyway, the pictures coming back from James Webb Telescope uh, show a, an amazing picture of Fomalhaut, and it uh, it shows that uh, the outer gap is rubble, followed by an outer Cooper belt like ring. Uh, it's it's pretty fascinating, and they've got the dust belt. And they've got the inner gap, the intermediate belt, the outer gap, the outer ring, the halo, the inner disk. So it's pretty fascinating what we're seeing from the James Webb telescope. Now, is that going to help us in our space wars? Maybe. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Oh, no. Uh, Susan Sarandon was arrested. I know. And you're thinking, oh, no. What did she do? Who did she kill? Who did she hit? What kind of drugs was she on? No, she was at the New York State Capitol in Albany. Uh, Is it Albany? Albany. Albany. She was up there in Albany uh, in support of raising minimum wage for tipped restaurant workers. So the New York State legislatures are getting uh, ready to increase the minimum wage to $17 an hour, though tipped restaurant workers are excluded from this new law. And apparently, Susan Sarandon is pissed off about that. So she's 76 now. Uh, Susan still looks pretty good. Uh, Recently celebrated uh, her daughter getting engaged. She was one of eight activists for one fair wage who were arrested. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if there were more than eight people protesting, but uh, eight people were arrested. They were uh, trying to spread the massive pink banner across the concourse before they were arrested for disorderly conduct. Oh, boy. She was put behind bars because she was protesting <laughs> uh so raising the minimum wage for tipped restaurant workers i thought she would have been uh you know on the picket line for the writers guild right? uh okay we'll see uh we shall see so the actress was uh yeah she was part of the writers guild thing hello yeah in new york in front of netflix uh, headquarters i thought i saw a picture of her there so <laughs> okay uh, and she was arrested back in 2018 too at, a, at the women disobey protest in Washington DC I mean she's just a criminal that's all that is, it's just, Susan Saran is just a criminal <laughs> uh, no word, is she out on bail uh, she was uh, arrested at the President Trump thing with Diane, oh yeah uh, big th- she's arrested there but there's no word on it, I mean is she still in jail in New York they said <laughs> uh, so she was arrested but it doesn't say she's out on bail if they let her if they just let her go I don't know I mean there's no way that Susan Sarandon is rotting in a jail cell right there's just no way <laughs> so let's see she, oh Sarandon and the others were booked issued appearance tickets and released okay whew good uh they didn't have to post any bail they were just arrested uh booked and issued their appearance tickets and released (laughs) so she's not rotting in a jail cell in albany new york and i'm sure her appearance ticket will be taken care of by another uh someone that goes by the title attorney who knows though she may show up just to prove a point i see the actor stephen humpkinson uh the uk actor uh you remember uh, dci banks big show it's on uh, amazon prime i think and netflix i'm not sure what platform it's on now but it's called dci banks a uh, bunch of years of the show and he's pretty good i love him uh i do i love him why don't you marry him no i mean i like his work and so he has been on trial for grievous bodily harm on a drunk stranger outside his home and so he was accused of punching this guy Carl Poole in the head after finding him and a friend drinking at the bottom of his driveway uh, in May of 2021 apparently according to this Mr. Poole fell to the ground, broke his skull when his head hit the pavement oh, okay Uh, prosecutors claim Mr. Topskin snapped and lashed out at Mr. Poole in disgust at his behavior (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but the actor told jurors that he only pushed Mr. Poole away in self-defense and uh the contact wasn't enough to knock a sober man off his feet. Now the picture of my man, uh, at the time of arrest, he's got long hair and his, there's a bruise on his left hand. I mean, I don't know if I don't know what show he was working on at the time, and if he was supposed to look like that, or if he was, uh, you know, in the UK as part of COVID, so he just stayed home, let his hair grow. He did not look that way in court. He looked like DCI Banks, although DCI Banks who had lost a lot of weight uh he lost it looks really thin I mean, it looks fine but i mean his hair was cut and he was well coiffed and wearing a fine tailored suit as you would expect mr tompkinson to wear if you were to see him so uh he's now as that uh, trial has come to an end uh the jury cleared him of all charges and uh that's so that's when they released all the photos of the at the time of his arrest with the long hair and the bruise on his hands. The nine one one call, I don't know I don't know how he explained the bruise on his hand or if he had to in court. Uh I know the guy suing him claimed that he had uh damage to his brain and his skull because of it. Uh and you know, there's just no way. And even if it even if it happened. Look look here's the thing even if it did happen uh, so what are you doing drunk in your underwear in front of his house in the middle of the night douche Uh, you deserve to get hit (laughs) it's a pretty nice neighborhood that uh, he lives in not a surprise And uh, the 911 caller, actually, it's the 999 call in the UK, was released. And he doesn't sound like a person who just got done punching a guy and driving his skull into the pavement. Please, Hello, mate. I've got two incapable of drunks outside me. One of them's just in his underwear. They can't stand... Do you know who the people are? No idea. No. There's a bottle of Jägermeister between them. I've just taken off them. I've asked them to move. Yeah. They can't move. Okay, and how many people? Two. Are they both men? Yep. Yep. Okay, I'll send an officer along there. Could I take your name, please? Stephen Tompkinson. Is that with a PH or a V? Pardon? Hey, Stephen? Is it PH or V? Uh, PH. Okay, Mr. Tomlinson. Thanks very much for calling me in. I'll get enough so long as soon as I can. Thanks, now. So it doesn't sound like he just got done uh, cracking a skull, but what do I know? He was found uh, innocent of those charges. And when asked about it, he just said, uh, I just want to go home. <laughs> he's had his uh he said he was out of work he's had his put he had his put his career on hold for this trial and so i'm sure that he's glad it's over and uh i just want to get back to work and go back home so all right good news for steven so I mentioned this on my chewing segment uh, Pat Unleashed this week, but I don't know that uh, you and I ever got a chance to talk about it. Seventy-nine uh, year old Robert De Niro—I mean Robert De Niro—who I love, I love his work. We've been over it already. I love his work, but in real life, he's just a douche. But congratulations are in order to uh, Robert, seventy-nine uh, year old Robert De Niro. Uh, they just had a brand new baby congratulations so he's got uh, seven kids now he's out hawking his new movie and he was on uh et canada with britney blair and britney brought up uh, hey oh uh, you know fun fact got six kiddos uh drena rafael julian Elliot, aaron and helen and uh, he goes uh seven actually i uh, just had a baby okay well isn't that special uh it's good it's good news coverage for him out hawking his new movie about my father and uh, that comes out at the end of the month so he just breezed right by it said uh he uh he doesn't see himself as a cool pop uh adding he disagrees with his kiddos from time to time especially the younger ones yeah that's because you're you bob uh no, you disagree with everyone Ugh, just unbelievable. Now he's gotten uh uh divorced a couple of times. I think uh Grace uh his last divorce he was married to her a couple of times or they split up and got back together. I forget the whole story there. but uh this one is with uh Tiffany Chen they believe he didn't say this, but they were there's footage of him. Uh, leaving some uh, uh, restaurante uh, valet parking and you can hear with Tiffany and you can hear someone in the crowd say come on guys she's pregnant so it's got to be her that uh, just had his uh, just had his new baby now Tiffany he met her on the set of The Intern and that was back in 2015 so I don't know if there was any uh, business going on uh, with her on the set of the inter, but that was, he was still married at the time, I believe. Maybe it was during a time when he and Grace were split up. But remember that last divorce, he was crying poor and saying uh, the COVID, had made him lose money and he had to continue to work because he needed he needed money and uh, he had you know he's invested in these restaurants and so I mean kids aren't cheap Uh, you could quote me on that kids ain't cheap and especially for Bob and Tiff because Bob isn't doing any of the raising of the kids okay (laughs) Uh, he's gonna have there's gonna be nannies and Tiff is gonna take care of it But Bob isn't doing any of that, okay? No, thank you. (laughs) Uh, Bob, could you watch the kids? No. Who died today? Who died today? Jacqueline Zeman. Is it Jacqueline Zeman? Zeman? Jacqueline Z-E-M-A-N. You remember her uh, as soap opera legend Bobby Spencer on General Hospital. Uh, Who doesn't know Bobby Spencer on General Hospital? That's for sure. Anyway, uh, she just passed away at the age of 70 um the cause of her death is unknown so it couldn't be that don't you even think about it being that okay because <laughs> uh, it wasn't just because it says it's unknown it just means that well it's unknown and it's not that what you're thinking so stop thinking it so bobby spencer or the actress who played Bobby Spencer, dead at the age of 70. Rest in peace. Also, in our Who Died Today segment, uh, mommy blogger Heather Armstrong, known as Deuce to fans, uh, dead at the age of 47. Deuce, D-O-O-C-E. It's a fascinating story, though. It's sad and fascinating all in, in one story uh she was one of the pioneering mommy bloggers uh she you know talked about her struggles as a parent and her battles with depression and alcoholism her site deuce.com d-o-o-c-e.com and on social media she is uh she passed away at the age of 47 and it is reported that it was suicide and there was no other further details on that. Um, she talked about um, how she had been sober. And she talked about the birth of her children and how, the struggles of her being a mom. She was on Oprah. And she was one of the most influential women in media. And she did these book deals and book tours and social media. I mean, it was she was a big deal she was a big deal she talked about how she uh you know came up with deuce because she couldn't spell dude quickly on social media or something like that if i remember the story right but uh she passed away in her salt you know committed suicide in her uh salt lake city home and the story is uh i don't know it's kind of sad she was raised in the you know lds family and then left the church. She graduated from BYU. Then she left the church. And then it talked about how she struggled with depression. And it talked about how she went into this uh, clinical trial at the University of Utah's NeuroPhysics Institute, which began to put her in chemically induced comas for 15 minutes at a time for 10 sessions. And she was said, I was feeling like life was not meant to be lived. And this was you know this was a while ago, at least a few years ago. and uh, she talked about uh, how it was so hard sometimes that uh, she didn't want to live. and apparently uh, she finally reached that point. Very sad. So if you or someone you love needs help, get them help uh jeez suicide just isn't the answer uh 988 is the suicide and crisis lifeline use that and uh get the help that you need uh just really really sad one of her posts in 2021 she writes that, uh, I celebrated six months of sobriety by myself on the floor next to my bed, feeling as if I were a wounded animal who wanted to be left alone to die. There was no one in my life who could possibly comprehend how symbolic of victory it was for me, albeit one fraught with tears and sobbing so violent that at one point I thought my body would split in two the grief submerged me in a tidal waves of pain for a few hours i found it hard to breathe that was october 8th 2021 uh sobriety was not some mystery i had to solve it was simply looking at all my wounds and learning how to live with them so apparently she had uh fallen off the wagon and that may have aided in her In her quest not to live. Very sad. Very, very sad. Heather Armstrong, dead at the age of 47. So we do have some good news, though. Uh, When you need, uh, you know, some kind of uh, motivation, sometimes it has to come from within, right? So there's new research that suggests cancer-fighting immune cells have found a way to do just that. Scientists at the University of California, San Diego, have discovered a property of T cells that could inspire new anti-tumor therapeutics. Nice. Though a previously undescribed form of cell auto-signaling T cells were shown to activate themselves in peripheral tissues, fueling their ability to attack tumors. This study, published May 8th of this year in Immunity, I am a fan of that, was led by uh, the study's first author and postdoctoral fellow, Young Lung Zhao, a co senior, <laughs> there's plenty of co senior authors, uh, Enfu Hoi. Uh, Professor of the School of Biological Scientists at UC San Diego and Jack Dubois uh, professor of pathology at the UC San Diego School of Medicine. T-cells are the type of white blood cell that protects against infection and help fight cancer. In the lymph organs, T-cells are trained by antigen-presenting cells, which, as their name suggests, present an antigen, a piece of tumor or pathogen, to T-cells stimulating an immune response. A key part of this process is the binding of B7, a protein on the surface of antigen-presenting cells with CD28, a receptor on T cells. I don't want to talk down to you. I know you understand this. This B7-CD28 interaction is a major driver of the T cell immune response. So once trained, the T cells leave the lymph organs and travel through the body to find and attack their targets. Hello. Through a series of experiments, the researchers found that T-cells could indeed self-activate by puckering their cell membrane inward to allow the B7 protein and the CD28 receptor to bind to each other. (laughs) I mean, people often assume that the cell membrane is flat, but it actually looks more like a coastline with lots of coves and bays. We found that uh, local membrane uh, curvatures are actually a rich dimension of T-cell auto-signaling, which is paradigm shifting in a field that assumed this only happened across cells. So, duh. (laughs) Uh, Good news, though. That's what I'm saying. It's good news. We're getting breakthroughs all the time. And hopefully, if this is a way that we can create these uh, anti tumor therapeutics that will uh you know kill these tumors that get in our bodies good good So a New Hampshire woman claims, and I love the story, claims. I mean, we all, the people at this resort saw it happen. uh, She was bitten by an elephant while on her dream vacation in Bali. So she was, uh, this Beth Boger, B-O-G-A-R, was apparently, according to her, crossing off her bucket list, uh, taking photos with elephants at the Mason Elephant Park and Lodge man who doesn't want to go to the mason elephant park and lodge resort i mean okay it might be fun uh she there's pictures of her in her bikini riding on top of the of the elephant and in fact petting and riding the elephant that bit her uh, so apparently this elephant is with the one trainer who's been with him for 24 years. And the trainer is telling you where to stand and how to take pictures. And she didn't know that she was too close. And then she said, I found my arm sucked inside the animal's mouth. I couldn't get my arm out. I could just hear cracking and I just starting to panic. Uh, yeah. Hello uh it claims here that it the bill was 10 grand i mean part of the story is she got a ten thousand dollar bill um that seems pretty cheap uh in bali it might be a place to go for surgery if you're getting that taken care of <laughs> for 10 grand uh yeah uh that's an everyday hospital stay for 10 grand so she got uh, nuts and bolts in her elbow and, uh, you know, she's apparently it's going to be a, you know, a long road of rehab, uh, getting that arm back to work. Uh, you know, I know that uh, it's got plates and screws in it and whatever, broken bones. So, I mean, she's fine and didn't lose the arm. So they say that the resort will help with the medical expenses or pay the medical expenses. Yeah, I would think so. I would think that if one of the elephants at the Mason Elephant Park and Lodge in Bali bit their customer or one of their customers, yes, you should take care of that bill. <laughs> uh, that would be part of the deal, wouldn't it? Now, I, they did not respond uh, to what they were doing with the elephant. I don't know that at this time uh, that they were, would put it down I mean, it would take more than just one bullet, you know, to put down an elephant. We've talked about that. It's going to take more than that right there to put down an elephant. I don't care how big that or how small that elephant is. it's just a mini elephant. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. No problem. Uh, that elephant, uh, if by, by the way, maybe that the trainer just takes it away, right? I mean, if the resort management came out and you hear, you're gonna go go ahead and hide, right? <laughs> uh, you don't want anything to happen to your elephant friend. I love I love the resort though. <laughs> uh, she got her arm crushed by this elephant, and it says here that before they took her to the hospital, uh, they just took her in the office and gave her some ice. I put a little ice on that thing. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah never mind those broken bones and uh, you know it all bent up like that I'm sure it's starting to swell a little bit put a little ice on that wouldn't you <laughs> uh, I'm so sure they didn't take her to the hospital till after about an hour uh, after the people at the, at the Bali Mason Elephant Park and Lodge <laughs> oh, we gave her some ice and she's in the office but that doesn't look too well maybe we should take her to the hospital yeah you think maybe you should good rule of thumb though when you are at an elephant park and lodge don't get too close to the elephant's mouth it's just a rule of thumb or a rule of arm or a rule of elephant mouth but you get the point hey be sure to follow me on social media sites uh on twitter at jeffyjfr facebook and instagram is jeff fisher radio you can always email the show chewing the fat at theblaze.com i may not uh, reply to all those but i do read them all uh no question i appreciate uh, everyone who sends uh, their thoughts into chewing the fat at the blaze.com i have a youtube channel chewing the fat with jeff fisher and you can always get uh, a cameo from me that's not free uh, at jeffy jfr uh, cameo is my pimp and uh, you just order a cameo and tell me whether you want me to be happy sad glad mean mad whatever you'd like and uh, i'll do that for you for whatever the price is on it cameo speaking of twitter though i see where uh we have got the news that uh, tucker is going to do his show on twitter now uh and i see where elon has invited uh don lemon who was sacked from cnn uh to do his show on twitter <laughs> uh elon uh, has said uh, hey why don't you launch your own program on twitter uh, the audience maybe the tweet was have you considered doing your show on this platform maybe worth a try audience is bigger <laughs> yeah the audience is a lot bigger i know they cnn hosted their town hall with trump last night i'm sure those numbers are going to be huge but that won't matter because uh, it's trump and it's on cnn so whatever whatever he said will be just trump lies you can count on that uh there's no doubt about that uh let's talk about uh temple uh university for a moment shall we uh temple university unveils porn studies course on sex and the patriarchy oh no right versus wrong perspective oh course instructor jennifer pollett claimed the course will help fill in gaps in students sexual education oh so i keeps going oh i just want to be oh that's special uh so temple uh in pennsylvania for those of you that don't know uh philadelphia has started its first porn studies course uh, aiming to teach students about sex outside of a moral right versus wrong framework right Oh, wait. Oh, additionally, the new course, which has become popular at the school, will serve as a jumping-off point to talk about woke issues like race, ability, and the patriarchy. Uh, oh, good. I mean, oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, the course titled Social Perspectives on Digital Pornography, The Other Sex Ad. Oh, that's... Oh. <laughs> Uh, students are going to learn to discuss sexuality, intimacy and power dynamics Uh, the professor explained that starting a class on pornography seemed prudent considering young people's reliance on the medium for filling in gaps in their sexual education Oh, and she's had to extend the class now from 25 to 40 students because the demand is just too high so in addition to teaching about sex though, the class aims to use pornography as a foray into discussion about progressive topics. Oh, she said her goal in creating the course was to use digital pornography as a jumping off point. Yeah, cause we, we don't wanna have any class where we're not talking about race, where we're not talking about the patriarchy. Right All oh, right. I want the class to explore porn outside the social stigmas and the morality discussion attached to it. I want to get students away from binary thinking, viewing porn as simply right versus wrong, good versus bad. Good! I mean, oh, oh. <laughs> Uh so if you think that college porn is ridiculous uh, you think again students leave recognizing how valuable it is to research and to study pornography across all disciplines and to figure out what we can learn so I'm thinking about maybe starting my own chewing the fat pornography class I think it would be only prudent to fill in the gaps